Hello friends, welcome to Stellar Arcanum, a science fiction-themed Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. We'll be using the 5th edition rule set with a few tweaks along the way, and we'll be releasing new episodes every other Monday. The show centers around a group of characters from an additional fantasy setting who are about to be flung into the far reaches of space. This is our very first episode, and I am so glad you could join us. So let's get right into it. Hello! Are we there yet? Hey guys. <laughs> hey everybody. Welcome to the very first episode of Stellar Arcadum. My name is Adam Jones. I'll be DMing this here podcast. You may have heard my voice in the Luton Dagger podcast, but here we're starting something brand new. And I have with me four of the most amazing people I know. Not for sure. Yeah, no, I'm too good to you. Hey, <laughs> So we're going to uh, get to know each other for just a little bit before we get started. We're going to start off with Moretta. Moretta, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, my name is Moretta Pettigrew. I am also a voice on the Loot and Dagger podcast. I am an artist full-time. I will be playing the character of Tallulah Beauregard for Stellar Arcanum. She is a human ranger with a noble background, and she is deeply Southern. Marvelous. Thank you. And uh, next, Katie, hello. Hello, my name is Katie Downey. I am a commercial building envelope consultant by day. I am a massive geek the rest of the time. I am going to be playing Zale Orame. Uh, she is a Triton cleric rogue, a girl who's been raised on a series of ships, so she's, she's a bit rough and tumble and a bit bold and, and brash. You can also find me on the D4 stream on Rock Punch ATL for Twitch, and that's going to be starting up January 6th, and we air on Sundays at 7 p.m. Wonderful. That's very exciting. I am super excited. And uh, that will be out by the time this airs, so feel free to just hop over there and take a look. Yay! All right, next we have James. Hey, James. Hello. My name is James Stiver, and you may have also heard of me from Luton Dagger, I am the DM for Luton Dagger, but either you're coming here from Luton Dagger or we're going to send you to Luton Dagger. But either way, you're going to listen to both of our podcasts. <laughs> hey, That's you, right. don't, you don't tell them what to do. Oh, oh. You're right. You know, yeah. you're a strong, independent listener. You can do what you want. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I am playing Jack Russell, who is a halfling paladin. And basically, the best way to describe Jack Russell is like a lethal weapon cop in Dungeons and & Dragons. And that's exactly how I plan to play him. <clears throat> I love it. Yeah. Thank you. And finally, we have Ken. Hey, Ken. Hello, my name is Ken Nichols. I'll be playing Lucius Cold Eyes, a sorcerer tiefling who is very much an aristocratic uh, diplomat who enjoys the finer things in life, like scotch and tea. I'm not on any amazing podcasts like the rest of this amazing yeah, you crew. You're on the stage. Except Stellar Arcanum. I'm a software engineer and musician by trade. Fantastic. Well, it sounds like it's time to get started. Our story begins. Not in the depths of space, but in a city called Mistport, and what the listeners may recognize as a traditional fantasy city. Mistport has experienced many years of peace and prosperity, but has just recently experienced strange and, and mysterious attacks from dark elves and demons. As part of the preparation to defend themselves against these unknown attackers, Mistport has, for the very first time, assembled a strike force to go investigate strange occurrences, and protect the city. The members of this strike force are the players of this game. 
So let's see what uh, this uh, elite strike force is up to at the moment. I bet they're drinking. Mm. What? Uh, tell me, it's the middle of the day. Where are you guys? At a bar, drinking. Mm. Watching Tallulah wrap her various men around her little finger, trying to figure it all out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jack Russell's definitely playing darts, with or without somebody, probably just kicking back a few brewskis. Lucius will probably be in the bar just shaking his head and trying to play uh, damage control if anything gets a little too frisky or out of hand, socially speaking. Yeah, fair enough. All right, well, uh, before we get uh, too far into it, while you guys are enjoying your daily drinking activities... Absolutely. It's called breakfast. What? I'm on Day the drinking's the best drinking. Oh. Well, we were told we had the day off. Hey, I mean, I don't drink uh, when I'm on duty. I'll be honest, uh, I would have done this regardless if it was a day off or not. I mean, just just get used to it, you know. uh, Drinking with y'all is never a day off, but it is always entertaining, my dear. Well, thank you, Lucius. In uh, the bar, and you notice him this time, is the messenger that works for the Count who employs you. Oh, Oh, hi. Hey there, messenger that works for the Count that employs us. How are you today? Oh, I'm fine. Thanks for the exposition. I really appreciate it. I like I like the reaffirming nature of my job. I'm glad to, that I was able to find you guys all in one place again here. That's fine. Not a problem. Hope it wasn't uh, too hard. No, it uh, makes my job easier. Thank oh, you so good. much. I you appreciate like it. Easy to find. In yeah. Case of no, that's emergencies. When it comes to my line of work, that's one of the most valuable things I look for in a message recipient. Right. So please tell me you have an invite to a nice brunch. Oh yeah, well, is it brunch day? No, no. With I mean, I mean. Oh, that would be divine, my dear. Divine. I mean, people have brunch every day, but it's not specially brunch day, like with. Oh, but I thought it was like Miss Poor Brunch Day. You know, like where we get free brunch, like we don't pay for it. Oh, we do have one, but that's not for a couple of more months. Oh, I'm no. sorry, darling. So, so what brings you? Yes, thank you. You're very <laughs> task oriented. I appreciate that. I am. I, I get bored easy. What can I say? Sure. Well. Today is uh, your lucky day, then. Uh, Lord Victor Sinclair has a job for you, I am told. Oh. And he would like he to. Now? He would like you to come and see him, so he may dispense that job upon you. Right. Well, I suppose that uh, we well, should. I would love to. We should get going then. Let me just uh, finish this whiskey, and I'll be on my way. All right. Message delivered. I'm out. I'll pay for Bye, my drink. Message delivery guy. Bye. Do you remember his name? I can't remember if it's, it's Frank, Simon. I just say, hey, you, or message delivery guy, and he answers to I'm, that. I'm sure he has way. a name somewhere. You know, I'm a bad friend like that. We see him all the time, right? I mean, I feel bad. I... Does anybody catch his name? Nobody catches his name. I feel bad about it. I think that. it's Samuel. Samuel? Hey. No, I wouldn't know. You could do. You could say any name. I would just say okay to that. We'll Bilbo. call him Samuel. Okay, <laughs> I'll call him Samuel next time. Hey, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's Samuel. The answer sounds to it. right. I'm going to go ahead and pay our tab and uh, get our stuff pulled together, give the rest of the guys that are, like, hanging on uh, Tallulah's every word the evil eye. Come on, get out of here. Get out of here. Come on. Cheers, darlings. Bottoms up. They know the score and scamper off. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Shall we? Let's. We'll make our way to uh, Mr. Sinclair. All right, you make it to his office with uh, no interference. How would you like to enter? Well, walk right after in the door. her. Okay, I'll hold open the door in a very, you know, courteous and, and give the slight southern bow and wait till everyone gets. We're in. gonna let her go in first. Well, hello, Victor. How have you been? I have been very well, thank you. And yourself? I'm just 
peachy, darling. <laughs> that is oh, excellent to hear. This is going to take forever. I'm <laughs> ever so pleased that you were able to come and visit me on such short notice. Well, you know, it's that or keep drinking and weighing the two out. This sounded more interesting. Well. Well, I am flattered. It's <laughs> uh, quite high marks indeed. I, I am sorry to interfere your affairs for the day, but there, there has been a situation that has arisen. Well, oh. you can always oh, interrupt. Oh, <laughs> ever so kind. Such pleasantries. My old friend, how can we assist? Well, as a part of uh, the measures that have been taken to defend our fair town of Mistport, we've gotten some of our majors and magic-type peoples to, uh, to be more proactive. And what they have begun doing is some sort of magical sweep of the area looking for anomalies and some such. Mm. Well, as soon as that program began, uh, something immediately came to their attention. So there's, uh, there's some sort of, um, I forget what they refer to it as, but I took it as a strange and unusual concentration of magical energies not terribly far from our town. Magical anomaly? Yeah, some kind of, well, not necessarily anomalous as far as how magic is concerned, I'm not, but a, a point of interest. Oh. Definitely something that needs more information. Eh? Some vague magical thing? Yes, yeah, some vague magical thing uh, is very nearby and apparently very powerful yet very vague. And uh, well, they're very like concerned. Fun. Yeah, let's do that. Yes, yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. The more magical and vague, the more fun I tend to have. So uh, let's do this. Wonderful. For Miss Port. Yeah, oh, well, of course, for Miss Port. The nature of your employment, I do appreciate it. So uh, I, have, uh, I have here a map, and hence your rolled up sheet of paper, where those, uh, they were able to vaguely pinpoint the location of this uh, magical some such. So if you could just uh, go and investigate, see what it is or was or will be, or just... You know, and the general state of the situation. That'd be fantastic. Do they have any idea of what, what kind of magical energy is involved? Uh, m mysterious. <laughs> right. So we don't know if it's an we actual got a, threat. Uh, point of contact well, we don't know if it's a threat, an opportunity, a resource. It could oh. be uh. an entity. It could be an object. It could so be just sort a of portal a into a foreign realm. Yes, a node. That's what right. they were able to detect. I, I believe I, one of them actually said the word node at one point. But do we have a uh, one of the uh, one of your arcane researchers or whatever you got there that we can talk to real quick just to see if they have any information we can glean? No. Yeah. They were infuriatingly vague about the entire affair. They are. I have a feeling we're going to get that's going to be mysterious and powerful and unknown. So yeah, nobody knows what the thing is, but there is a thing. And they, we would like to know more about it, hence your involvement. Well, let's go find out what that thing is. Yes, please do. Go find the thing. Well, it was supposed to be our day off, Victor. Yeah, well, but Miss Port needs us, so we're going to do this. Right, I, I think that perhaps we, we should... No, never mind. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. Not, I, I think we should get We're a brunch out of this. We're not going in pajamas again. Right? Oh, okay. Lawrence, Last you, time have you, you Have you not eaten? Nay. Well, that is unacceptable. I will tell you what. Go stop by the kitchen. Let them know of your circumstance, and I'm sure they'll fill you up with as much biscuits and gravy and eggs and bacon as you could possibly uh, find yourself in need of. Well, will you be joining us? I'm afraid I have uh, business to tend to. Things are quite busy at the moment. Oh. <sighs> 
Uh, Hectic times in Mistborn, unfortunately. No, no, I understand. You're uh, very important. Every man. time. Oh, you're ever so flat. Every time. I think it's cute. Oh, it's adorable. But uh, I, I am told that uh, the, the nature and intensity of the magic does make it quite urgent. So uh, I'm Quick not brunch, one to, then. Not one to brunch a brush, brunch time, of course, but... Uh, well, we'll pick so ourselves something to go. it's brunch day. My old friend Victor, until we meet again. Ah, absolutely. Stay safe out there. Absolutely. Have fun. Don't die. Jack is going to uh, give the military salute to, uh, to Victor. Uh, uh, thank you so much for the opportunity, it. as always, Victor. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your your duty and action. All right. So we're going to go brunch, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Bye, darling. Take care of yourself. Farewell. Be safe. I'll see you very soon. I sure do hope so. So while we're, we're walking to the kitchen to get our brunch... I want to turn to Tallulah. Are you ever are you are you ever going to ask him out, or are you just going to flirt? I, how does that work? Flirting's so much fun, darling. Hey, but shouldn't there be an end result to it? I believe she has she a. She usually gets an end result most of the times, by the way, <laughs> from what I get. I believe her attraction is usually for those things who are out of reach or already taken, because she knows no, that he's already she, married. She's not that oh, specific. I don't no, think. no, the thrill of the chase is half the fun. All right, I can see that. But is it sure. really a chase? I mean, you know where he's at. I know he's one of the most eligible bachelors in Missport. And that he is completely married to the safety of this town. Well, she's kind of the safety of this town. I'm just saying. Exactly. Most eligible bachelor in all of Missport? Is that what you're trying to say right uh, now? Over five feet is what she was saying. Okay, all right. I was about to say. Because I got the goods. All right. Now, where's this free brunch at? We... Make our way to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So, um, excuse me. Hello. How can I assist? I hear this free brunch. Mr. Sinclair sent us down to get some uh, some food before we head out. Specifically oh. free? I <laughs> Oh. Certainly. Well, I'd be more than happy to help with whatever you need. What kind of, uh, what we kind of food were you looking for? We came down for a quick brunch. Chicken okay. and biscuits, if you got it, with some gravy. <laughs> well, this is, this is Missport. If we didn't have chicken biscuits and gravy, there wouldn't be a Missport. Excellent. Uh, we just fried some up. Let me go show you where it is. Oh, and some bacon and some mimosas, please. Oh, of course. Oh, bottomless mimosas. Yeah. It's, Ooh, it's you said quick. Would you like some mimosas in a canteen or two? Oh, yes. 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 Okay. Excellent. Well, uh, let me get uh, one for each of you then. Excellent. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. Happy to help. I love this place. They're so nice. I got to be honest, this is much better than working on the force. Like, I mean, we're still working on the force, really. But, Aye. I mean, on the force, we didn't have, like, mimosas and brunch day. That's what I'm fucking... This is what I'm talking about. Right? Aye, this I is know. the good life. Okay? See? I thought yeah, ahead. I negotiated. Dangerous. More dangerous. I'll be a little more weird. Some of the stuff they have us going on, I don't know. Aye. It gets Aye. a little weird, you know? Like... like Strange nudes. Yeah. Mm. Mysterious, powerful, is, strange nodes. That, is anyone else really excited about this mysterious, powerful, strange nodes? Uh, to be honest, I'm a little bit concerned. Yeah, that's I'm great. excited. When he's concerned, it's going to be really fun. That's all I'm going to say. Hey, I'm excited about it. I mean, yeah. how often do you get to go investigate something that they have no clue what you're investigating ahead of time? Right. All they said was go here on the map and something very powerful and strange is there. I, yeah, I mean, last time wrong? we were digging around a graveyard, so uh, this is definitely an improvement. The point taken and incredibly valid. Mm. All right, well, uh, you you all get a pile of foods. Mm-hmm. This is perfect. Thank you so much. My absolute pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, tip him a gold. Oh, thank you so much. Hey, thank it. you. This is I lovely. Think close nothing. I can tell you, most of my fantasies start off like this. I'm just going to go and tell you right now. Well, now I feel awkward. 
No. Well, I'm very flattered. (laughs) (laughs) Compliments to the chef. I will let him know that you fantasize about him. Well, I mean, the food he makes, but sometimes him. Can you bring him out? Maybe I'll fantasize about him. I haven't seen him. Well, he is busy making the food. Well, as well he should. Could you do me a favor? Hmm. Could you make sure the mimosa in this individual's canteen, Miss Beauregard's, doesn't have any of the orange juice? <laughs> I think that's how she likes it. Well, unfortunately, we, we, we can't mess around with our perfect mimosa recipe, but if she would like a bottle of champagne, she's more than welcome to one. I can have a bottle of champagne to take with me. Absolutely. Yes, please. <laughs> Very well. Best Let me go job ever. We really locked out. I, you know? I, I mean, yeah. sure. We... We have a higher likelihood of death than the average god or two, but, uh... Hey, but that's what makes it thrilling. Mm-hmm. And he comes out very quickly with a bottle of champagne. Oh, thank you. You're most welcome. Right. Shall we head out, then? Mm. We must have a toast first. Oh, I agree. Right. Oh. Pull out the flask of mimosa. <laughs> Here's to Miss Port protecting and defending it with, all, with your life and your heart. And investigate mysterious nodes. Oh. And the hooch. Cheers. And to us. Indeed. Before you run off, you said you were, uh, you were on your way to start traveling, so I made you a quick basket of food. It's uh, brunch time now, but it'll be lunchtime soon, so here you go. What's your name? Darling, you are the best. Oh, thank you so much. My name's Samuel. Samuel, it's nice to meet you. Thank you so much, likewise. Hey, do you know the by. messenger guy? What's his name? Do you know I'm his a, name? I'm afraid I don't know any of the messengers personally. No. You know, I if got, you had to guess, would any of them be more like a Jax or a Tom's? Or I got five gold saying it's Franklin. Franklin? Yeah. Okay, well, maybe it's a Franklin. No, if it was Franklin, we would definitely remember. <laughs> well, because that would put him I'm just feeling him. really bad that, you know, I'm going to figure it out. Mark my words, by the end of the week, I'll know that guy's name. I'll take that bet. All right? I'll take that bet. Okay. You guys have bets. And uh, you've received your lunch and your brunch. What would you like to do now? Head to the stables and uh, pick out our horses. Let's be out. Your horses are there, mm-hmm. waiting for you. They are ready, and you take off. Does I, uh, Jack have a full-size horse or a pony? I have a very proud pony, okay? <laughs> this is a, a nice, esteemed, high-class debutante pony, all right? I'm pretty sure he's won some awards for being a pony. It's Ben Tet's pony, Cotillion. Both cute and masculine at the same time. That's my pony. Its name is Buttons. Nice. Mm. That's oh. lovely. So, mm-hmm. so get on your Buttons. Let's go. Oh, come on. Me and Buttons. We're doing this. I hate horses. Let's go. But you have seahorses where you're from. I don't. I, why would you hate these horses? I, those are real horses. These are weird, Majestic stinky animals. land animals. I get it. These are Majestic. just horses. It's not the same. They don't have any pouches you can keep stuff in. Mm. Uh, no, there's pouches on the saddle. Hey, but then you have to put the saddle on with a seahorse. It comes equipped. I don't want to know. I'm no, just saying. Uh, right. So which direction are we heading? What pouches are natural? Who's got you know, That's why I said I didn't want to know. Wonder. Yeah. Who's on map duty? I guess I'll be on map duty. I'm the navigator. All right. Well, uh, navigate on then, map lady. Using my navigation tools and the information we were provided, I'm going to lead us in the direction we were told to go. You do so very easily. Excellent. The, the spot you're looking for is due north All right. from where you are, and it looks to be only a few hours' journey. Okay. we got a couple hours to ride, so 
So seriously, are you ever going to ask him out? Oh, I'm going to hang back and watch the, the god position or something. I'm going to hang back and gossip with <laughs> with Jack over here. I mean, is the end game to, to wind up with him in a, a romantic sense, or is it just to have fun and flirt? I don't find anything interesting about the idea of settling down with just one person for the rest of your life. I get that. I, I get that. It's just, I don't know, you two seem like a cute couple. Well, he is a very handsome man. Hey, that he is. That he is. I was thinking, look, if uh, if I get enough of my friends together, we were going to call ourselves Tiny Tunes. We're going to be in a band. You know what I mean? Yeah. A I, bunch of odds to get together. I don't play very well, but I play. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just a hobby. It's just what you do after work. You make it kind of a comedic troupe. Skits would be amazing. Well, I, I really have some autistic integrity, though. Well, I'm I can tell. To say it's just going to be pure. You know, I have, I have a stage and a place to be. Maybe you can have some serious songs mixed in with the, the yeah, parodies of I life. Yeah, I felt songs yeah. about my hot stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, how is your hot stuff doing these days? I know that Married to the Force is kind of a rough gig, but is anyone special back at home? No. No, look, a long time ago, I was, uh, I had a girl. We'll leave it at that. Hmm. But, uh... Yeah, the force is my, uh, Miss Port's my lady now. Hmm. That's, that's good. I, I have many ladies. They're all called contracts, unfortunately. Okay, I was wondering where you were going to go with No, it. no, we're fun. Like Com- Miss Port, if you're actually like a playboy? Because I don't picture you as the type to go hustle and bustle with some ladies. Eh, no. not so much in the dive bars. Okay. All right, well, you know, what was the last, uh, good contract you had? Huh, it was a nice 42-page thick contract. All right. And we're going to go ahead and jump. <laughs> <laughs> You arrive uh, very close to your destination. The uh, train goes up a little bit, and then there is a steep descent. It's not difficult to notice, especially for Tallulah, the ranger, mm-hmm. who uh, has never actually been to this particular spot. You've been all around the local woods, but uh, never just here. You uh, you notice quite easily that you're entering into a very circular basin. Okay. The, uh, you are at the edge of almost a bowl that dips into a center point. It's fairly large, several hundred yards around. Like it's been here for a long time, or it's new, or... It does look like it's been here for quite a while, but uh, there's uh, plenty of grass growth, and there are trees. Since you're looking around, the trees in the basin are much younger than the surrounding trees. Okay, so like some um, meteor strike thing, maybe. It's very possible. Okay. You're not terribly familiar with meteor strikes. Right. But yes, it, uh, with that in mind, it does fit that bill. Okay. And because of its size and your uh, exceptional uh, perception, actually, both you and Zale notice that uh, in the center of this basin, which is uh, still several hundred feet away, you can notice that a small camp has been placed. Yes, it's uh, mostly tents. How many tents? You're able to see three. Okay. Is there currently a fire? There is a fire. Okay. Great. It's safe to assume that there's somebody there, and they probably have a watch set up. Yeah, Victor didn't say anything about us rendezvousing with anyone. Wait, do we see anybody walking around? Yes. There are figures moving. How many? At this distance, it's impossible to say, but at least a few. They seem human? Humanoid. Humanoid. Interesting. Well, I say that we do a little uh, recon first, just to see what we're up against. I, I don't want to assume everybody's an enemy, 
You know, we did that Certainly. at first, right? We've done it a couple times as a group. What did we learn as a group when we assume everybody's an enemy? Not everyone is your enemy. Thank you. All right. I just want to make sure that we're all in agreement that not everyone's your enemy all the time. And some enemies that can even turn to what? What do we call them? Friends. friends. We call them friends. All right. right. Remember that. All right. I'm going to try to sneak up over there and just kind of get a better eye at what we're looking at. It may just be some, uh, I don't know, what do you call them, like alienologist, uh, talienologist, uh, Paleontologist. Yeah, that thing. Hey. Yeah. Archaeologists. Hey, you should be happy I got that far, right? I, I am. I, I thought you were going to say campers. Oh, yeah, Fires. those two. It could just be campers. What if they, they start a little campers. camping vacation, yeah. you know? Right. A little family getting away from the demons. Of t- I'll just stuff. wait here. I'm not exactly the sneakiest. Adam, can I make an arcana check to see if there's anything that might stick out of my head about this huge anomalous hole in the ground? Go for it. Okay. Twelve. There doesn't seem to be anything particularly magical in nature, what you're seeing here. Okay. <clears throat> can I make an insight check since I'm staying up here to kind of watch their, their movement, their body language, to try to determine what they are? Yeah, okay. Thirty-one. Thirty-one. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, all she right. wrote a book on these people. <laughs> yeah. She knows. Yeah. With an insight of 31, you're able to uh, distinguish that these aren't just people milling about, like just normal camp activity. These be creepy motherfuckers. Okay. It, they, they're displaying uh, the body language and kind of movement around that you've only ever seen in just straight up cultists. Okay. Be careful when you go down there. They're, they're acting like uh, they're up to near good. All right. Well, well, I'm just going to get a head count, and I'm going to see if there's maybe something like... You know, sometimes, every so often, you know, they leave around some explosive-type thing that you can just set off from the... A. Maybe we can get lucky. Watch. Everybody, fingers crossed, that we get lucky. It's an explosive-type thing we can set off from here. Keep your but, eyes out for ritual circles. Wait. Ritual? Oh. Oh, oh, so when you say no good, we're not talking about, like, going to the restroom and not washing your hands kind of no, not good. No, no, these are, these are yeah, those who dabble in occultism. Okay, so uh, you think these are some evil wooji wooji cultist guys? Aye. But not like a friendly cult? No, not the way they're skulking. They're moving right. as if they're intent the on... The cult of many hugs? You don't think it's going to be the cult Jack, of many hugs? Jack, I don't think that's a cult. Hey, Jack, I think this is cult of many stabs. My uncle Tony told me once, he came up with the... Uh, he, he came across the cult of many hugs, all right? So I believe they're out there. And if you believe hard enough, sure. it can happen. All right? Uncle Tony doesn't lie. Go see what you can find down there. Will do. All right. I have a whew, 15 stealth. 15 stealth. All right. They are too busy in their activities to notice whatever you're mm. doing. Okay. Those those hoods that they're wearing really block their vision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It seems great fashionally, but when you're actually setting up camp and stuff, it just gets in the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, the, when you creep up closer, you do see that they are wearing hoods and robes. They don't see you, but they there are banners up on the tents, okay. and it is a banner that uh, you recognize, you've seen. They are a cult. It's the cult of the hollow mind. Cult you, of the hollow minds. Cool name. You have dealt with this shit before. You have dealt with them before, and Kick they the fuck are out of They are vicious. Oh no. You've never encountered a situation where they didn't attack on sight and attack until everyone was dead, one way or the other. Okay. How many do I see? There are five, definitively. And obviously, you never know that someone's just in a robe. Uh, but does anyone look more magic-y, like with a staff and like that kind of thing, or like more 
uh, wizardy? Is there like a um, an obvious leader that I can ascertain from this, or is it just I just see five cultists? Sometimes it's obvious, sometimes it's not. It, just... It's not obvious. I will say that. Okay. Are they all human, or are they uh, they're all in hood, so it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. You can safely say that there are no dwarves or halflings, and they're they're like five eight yeah. around most of them, around average human height. Maybe elves, maybe half orcs. Well, I think it's time to do that movie moment where you sort of look like those sons of bitches. <laughs> and I'm going to creep back to the to the party and relay the information that you have just relayed. These guys, they're vicious. All right, we should not feel bad. We cannot convert into what? Tough friends. friends. We cannot convert into friends. All right. All right. Well, so uh, if anybody has any ideas, I'm, I'm right. Well, we got to get through them to get to what we got to get get to. You right? said there were five. There are five of them, yeah. And they're always, always bad news. They're always bad news. Well, let's just go in guns blazing. You mean like just crest over the hill and just like just take them by surprise with like I don't know, carrying some firewood and shit. Firewood, yes. Yeah, I really want to. I really want to push one guy into the into the like campfire. That's really. It's just a bucket list. I just want. I've always wanted to push a guy into a campfire. I never. Well, that will it. be your goal. My goal is okay. We all get it. I think we should all have goals. Okay, so uh, what's going to be your goal for this combat, fish lady? Fish lady? Well, you, you like the fish. Oh, that's yeah. fair. That's fish. fair. No. Yeah. Um, but it's not very complimentary, is it? I um, think... Sea I, goddess? That's much that's better. better. Ooh, I like that's that. better. Hey. Yeah, Zelda sea goddess. I, I think that... Uh, just do me a favor and, and stay about 15 feet away from me when we first get down there. I'm going to try to get into the midst of them and uh, show them a little bit of what Valkyr can do. You're going to show them a little what's what. Okay, a little so what's what. So what's you would like to do here? a uh, by yourself thing. Uh, not by myself. I want backup. But no, I, mean, just, I know what you mean, but you don't want to Just stand far enough you. away that you don't get hurt. Okay. She okay. doesn't want us to get caught Tallulah, in her crossfire. What, yeah, Tallulah, what's going to be your goal for this combat? Oh, I'm just going to ride in shooting. Okay, well, that's, that's fine. I just thought that sometimes it's nice to have goals, you know, that... Maybe you I just take the them all out, I the think, goal is, is the goal. To, yeah, the goal is to kill the cultists. Although, shouldn't we keep one alive to question? We should. Oh, well, probably. My goal is not Worst to get Worst case, stabbed. I'll save them. I will try to make them go into a deep slumber when I get close enough. Yes. You're going to talk them to death? Well, no. Tell them about that last That'd be a waste of my time. Mean. I'm just going to tell them it's time for a nap. All right. All Shall right. we? Route one, two, three, go, I guess. Let's, I mean, let's just go guns blazing, I suppose. Hold on. Oh, Let me sneak. No, I'm, I'm done waiting. Do I'll ride over the hill. Tired of only being able to wield two pistols at one, so having to find a partner for those three-legged race competitions? If so, then I've got a solution for you. Come visit Dr. Limbo's Perfectly Legal Limb Depot. He'll put any limb, anywhere, no questions asked. You'll be shocked at how entirely legal this is. Go to New Palladium, Meg 382.7.5 by 598.18.4. Under the garage, across from the green wall, and down the hall. Tell them Robert sent you. Please, that, that part's very important. Tell them, tell them it was Robert. I'm going to uh, go riding in at a gallop. Okay. The intention is to get within 15 feet of these guys and then cast a thunder wave. 
Okay. Well, you start galloping up. Mm-hmm. They hear you coming. Mm-hmm. It's not hard to hear a horse galloping in sure. your direction. And the the five of them step forward and stand in a line, shoulder to shoulder. Okay. Excellent. And Jack, that's not good. Uh, have I ever seen this formation before, by the way, my dealings with them? You have not seen this particular scenario. I haven't seen this particular scenario before, everyone. Whatever they're doing, it can't be good. Uh, but let's do this. All right. Roll initiative. 13. 17. And Zale, what was yours? Uh, 13. Uh, 12. 12. All right. So Tallulah really wants this. <laughs> she she wants to shut up and just shoot someone. Right? <laughs> it is the Tallulah way. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, you charge up. Uh, Tallulah takes her first action. What would you like to do? All right. So as I, as I ride in, um, I'm actually going to curve a little bit uh, to the left and then back around to the right. So I'm facing them, but at an angle. So I'm not directly in front of their line F of five. Sure. And I'm going to take a shot at the one on the far left. All right. With my rifle. A 22 to hit. That's definitely going to hit. And for seven points of damage. Okay. You lower your rifle, release your bullet, and it lands in his chest for seven points. Excellent. Zalen Jack, which of you has the higher dexterity? Uh, my dex is 10. All right. 18. So, Jack, me. take your action. All right. Since I'm going to let Zale do her thing, and she's just going to run into them like a bowling ball or something, and um, they're lined up like pins, I'm going to uh, hang back on my horse and shoot. I have a little little uh, flintlock pistol I'm going to mm-hmm. take out. I'm just going to aim at the same person that Tallulah shot at. Okay. And I'm going to shoot at that person. Okay. 19 plus. That's a hit. I'm going to say a flintlock is probably a d6. Well, we're just going to go with d6 for now. Make it fast. Nine, or nine points of damage. All right. Now you get two attacks, right? The next uh, roll is a three plus eight, so 11. Probably. That is not going to hit. All right. So your first shot lands uh, mm-hmm. in the somewhere in the gutular region. Yeah. And the, the second shot Take just, that, you nasty motherfucker. The second shot whizzes past his shoulder. Oh, man. <laughs> Jack, decorum, decorum. Yeah, take that. I do not approve of your religion, but I approve of all religions. Uh, They're not shooting you because of your religious choices. That, that's a lot. Thank you. <laughs> I'm shooting you because you are known to be evil. Lucius, the decor just seems to be tense. <laughs> Zale, Right. I am going to ride in to the midst of them as soon as I hit that, uh, that line. Uh, I'm going to cast Thunder Wave, and okay. I am also going to be using Channel Divinity so that I do maximum damage. Nice. Do it. And it knocks them back. Mm-hmm. Let's see. 5d8. So that's 40 points. All right. Do they have to beat a saving throw? What, uh, they take oh, the no, they do take a save. Yeah, they get yeah. a save. It's a uh, con of 16. Uh, was it safe for half damage? Um, saved 10 feet for you on a successful save. The creature takes half as much damage and isn't pushed. If they do take the full damage, they take the 40 and get pushed 10 feet away. Okay. And what's the knockback range? 10 feet. 10 feet. All right. Describe this to me. So I go riding in just 
leaned into the saddle as we're paring down on them. And once I hit that 15-foot mark, she sits up straight and throws her hands in the air and begins gesticulating and calls upon Valcor in primordial tongue. Mm -hmm. And this wave of, it's, it's like visible sound roils away from her, forward, backwards, and from side to side. And it just slams into the cultists. And if it works... Does. They go flying backwards 10 feet, just being tumbled in this wave of, of almost visible. It's like heat, rising heat. And they all go flying backwards from you. Uh, one of them, the second one from the left, if you care about that, lands directly into the campfire. <laughs> <laughs> and none of them are moving. I'm going Sarah, to... You are, you are something. Oh, my God. I am both terrified and amazed. I'll be honest. Oh, thank you, lad. Hey, that was fantastic. That was, that was beautiful. Going to jump off the horse and go to whichever one looks to have slightly fancier robes. and They're literally all the same. Okay. Well, I'm going to pick one and stabilize him uh, using okay. Spare the Dying. Okay. Hey, Jack, she took your bucket list, though. No, no. The, the goal of the combat was to push somebody in. I'm not going to say I have to do it. All right. I think it was goal. Honestly, okay, I said it was me at first, but now I'm thinking more when we do these goals. Okay, no one else is probably going to do the goals with me. But mm -hmm. I'm thinking that it's like group goals. It still counts. Yeah, hey. we get points. All right, we get points. I, I, will, I will chronicle that in our... On our diaries. Yeah, do it. Uh, and also, we should make bets, too. Oh, that'd be great. I'm very much a, a gambling man. I know. That's the only way I can get you involved in this. So. For the record, <laughs> the air begins to fill with the scent of the flesh of burning cultist. Oh, because that wood in the fire. Oh. It smells like roast. That stinky. And we have that lunch, right? Yeah. It smells like burning hey. hair. Pull him out. <gasps> Wait, who's going to pull him out? I'll go over and... Drag him by the feet out of the fire. We have a standing rule. You create the mess, you sure. clean it up. Oh, yeah, no, you create this mess, you pull the person out. I got it, I got it. You do so. All right. Um, the one that I stabilized, uh, he's at zero. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to call everybody over, and before healing him. Great. So are we ready to question him? Give me a moment. I will be. I'm just going to check the others and make sure that they're either dying or dead. Uh, yes, they are all currently in a state of dying. Okay. Should we... Should we bring them in? Should we bind them up and take them into the authorities? Well... For what? Let's be honest, we did kind of just... They didn't, weren't really doing anything illegal. Hey, They're, I feel like perhaps... They were just evil fucks out here being evil, but uh, they haven't actually done anything illegal. We let's actually, them. let's search around real quick. Let's look at their tents and make sure there's not an active node going. Oh, these guys love, love to put journals everywhere. Maybe we just know everything from the journal. Do y'all want to check each of, one. each of you take a tent and I'll keep an eye on these lot. Absolutely. I mean, and maybe I'm, not this cult specifically, but a lot of cultists like journals. Right. I don't know what it is about cults and journals. Should I go investigate? Should we stay? Should I stabilize them and bind them so that we can yes. take them in? All right. Just one. I'm, we only need one alive. This cult right. is specifically known for terrors and murders. They cannot be rehabilitated. They cannot be taught different ways in society. Hey. All right. Missport's resources are already taxed. This is true. With all the refugees. All right. All right. You uh, you stabilize the one. Yeah. When you begin looking around, now that you're actually looking, it's obvious. You didn't see it in the, uh, the hectic nature of the fight. But just past the tents, there is a quite a large hole that's been dug. 
Oh. Does it look man-made? Does it look like something natural? No, the, the hole has basically been dug, quite okay. obviously, by the cultists. Looking around, there is digging equipment nearby. Is it grave-sized? No, quite larger. It is uh, several dozen feet in width and depth. And at the bottom, you see a shining, silvery-colored, metallic wall. Wall? At the bottom of the hole. Underground wall? That's interesting. Can anybody sense magic Wooji stuff? Who can sense magic Wooji stuff? I forget. I think Lucius can. Lucius, is this wall magic Wooji? Yes. (laughs) Okay. I'd say you keep that answer. <laughs> but uh, when I say shiny, I'm more like polished steel. Sort of a gleam to does, it. Does it look like maybe a coffin lid? No, okay. no, it looks... How in big your is practical it? experiences, you've never seen anything quite like it. Okay. But uh, you can see that they've been digging to excavate, or at least find, this structure. 25 on our Arcana roll. Okay. There is definitely something magical about this metal that you're looking at. You can't necessarily identify what, because uh, an arcana just doesn't give you a sense or anything. It just, uh, you can look at the clues and find out that there seems to be a magical nature to maybe how the metal was forged or metal, maybe what it's for. But with a roll that high, you can't identify the nature of it, but you can tell there's something magical. Yes. So it's magic Wooji wall. Can you tell what kind of magic? No, I... Is it barbecue magic? Uh, no, no, barbecue magic is, is, is done by the nose, not by the talent. Okay. Right. Um, I can't tell if it's something on how it was crafted, made the metals, and how they were infused, but there is... It's powerful. Hey. Why don't you look in the tents for a journal, and I'll get him tussed up so that... We can question him. And Absolutely. when you get a moment, I could use a, a hand in questioning our new friend. Aye. In case he gets up at him. Thank you. Yeah, I'll take a look around. I rolled a 10 on investigation, so I'm really, I'm just looking around for anything obvious. <laughs> 16. 16 for what? Oh, wait. 18. Investigation. Okay. There is surprisingly little. You're... Jack is very right. There are usually journals. See, I told you. There's accompanying usually cultists. a journal. Yeah, there's almost always not, journals. Not cultists love fucking journals. I don't yeah. know what it is. But uh, these do not have any journals. Oh man. Okay. I'm going to search them while they're searching the tents also. Okay. So. But there is plenty of digging and excavating equipment. 14. For, oh, you're searching, searching the guys, the cultists. Okay. They don't have anything of particular interest on them. Okay. They have uh, various spellcasting components, real low-level stuff that you yeah. just expect magic users to have in general. Yeah, yeah. They have uh, daggers. A couple of them have swords. A couple of them have wands. Okay. But, uh, I want to go up to the one that we've captured. Are okay. you searching the third tent first? Uh, yes. <laughs> Obviously, I'm searching the third tent first. Sorry, I thought we. I thought it was already implied. So we were doing oh, I, I, yeah, I also felt it was implied. Oh, the, I uh, thought you guys were each taking one. No, I'm they, sorry. But the results are all the same. There are some cots, uh, a couple of changes of robes. And, also, when you investigate, when you when you interrogate this guy, you ask him where this fucking journal is. This is unreasonable. Okay? It, it, it'll be on my list. Thank you. I wonder if they're the doing something that they were specifically told not to keep record of. We'll find out. Hey. Just stand behind him. I'm going to go ahead and begin uh, my preparations. Do you, do you want me to heal him so he's conscious? Yes. Right. I'm going to begin preparations on a charm spell of a higher level. Mm-hmm. I'm going to reach into one of my mini pouches and pull out the petals of a lily. And just kind of crumple them up. 
blow it into his face as I begin the incantation of charm. Okay. He takes a healing of six, so he's at six. Okay, duly noted. And he is trussed up like a Thanksgiving turkey. <laughs> Excellent. Do we feather him up? Aye. Uh, that's great. I'm going to glare at him just with my arms. Like look imposing. Looking as all imposing, four feet of all four imposing. feet of imposing. <laughs> hey, hey, extra rough. Three feet. Oh yeah, wow. It's three feet. Three apples tall of imposing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna look at him and I'm actually gonna uh, light up a cigar as I'm doing it. Just you know you're gonna tell us things. <laughs> the cultist is awakened by the healing and at the same time a charm spell is being cast. What's the uh, what's the save on that? Uh, it simply says wisdom. Okay. Okay, you cast the spell. Hello, are you awake? He looks straight at you. Now that uh, you you have him tied up, he uh, appears to be a human. What is your name? There is no answer. Things will go a lot easier for you if you cooperate. What is your name? What should we call you? I have no name. Call me what you will. Nameless one. Eh, you might appease you a little bit. Why are you out here digging in the ground? To find. To find what? I don't know. Who, who sent you to do this? The Endless One. And there is no journals, no, no written word, no lasting testament of your actions left around here? The hollow mind needs no words. I see. What, what were you supposed to do after you found the item? Inform. Inform the endless one? Yes. How were you supposed to contact him? Death. Well, that is ominous. Can you put him back to sleep? Aye. I'm going to bash him over the head with my club. (laughs) (laughs) You do so. He knocks out. Sail, can you check really quickly to make sure that the cultists here are not dead dead? I can check. Thank you. It's been a few minutes. I'm going to run around and try spare the dying on all of them. No, they did. Yeah, I figured. Oh, shite. Um, well. Eh, whatever. Jaggles is going to finish How long has cigar. it been since they died? Would you say more than a minute? Oh, yes. Oh, big hand. Okay. We, we've searched tents. We went digging in a hole. We had... found the guy up, started questing him. Yeah, it's dead. Yeah, okay. Damn. So, uh, yeah, Jack Russell's going to put his uh, cigar out on the ground and look right at the uh, magic Wooji door. Anybody else excited about this magic Wooji door? Because I'm excited. Does it have a handle? I don't know yet. Is it a door? I don't know. I thought it was just a slab in the ground. Well, you think I'm it's a door? I'm calling it a door, all right, until I dig up more stuff to find more doors or whatever. Uh, like, it's it a wall. It's probably a magic need, Chinese wall, but whatever. You know what? We need to send that. word back, and we need to put him in custody somewhere. Oh, yes. We're kind of caught in a rock and a hard place, because if the message has already been sent to, to whatever crazed goddess they I, worship, you know, we probably need to either try to excavate this and take it back. I don't know how big it is. I mean, it's bigger than you, but that's not saying much. But we need to find out. What's in the ground? Yeah, let's go investigate the wall. You really want to touch this, don't you? I do. So do I. Let's go. All right. <sighs> Boys. Be very careful. 
We'll be back here at a blast radius. Let us know what you find. All right, here's how we're going to do it. Since you can sense magic Wooji, you touch it first. All right? I'm just going to, not even going to listen to him. I'm going to just go straight to it and try to get my hands on it. Okay, you put your hands on it. It's there. It is cold to the touch. Is there any kind of handle or anything like that, or does it just look like a shoe? Now that you look, Thank you. Uh, yes, there appears to be a hand hold. And upon close inspection, you can see a very, very thin line that goes up and down. Mm. It looks like it might be a hatch from the hand. Oh, Your hand is the perfect size. Come on. I'm going to open the hatch, if I can. So the way it's uh, set up, it, it opens outward, like you're pulling apart two small walls. Like okay. elevator doors? Yeah, it's like elevator doors. Thank I might you. need some help with All right, this. I got this. Give I got it. Here, here you go. Come on. All right, here you go. Uh, go. Make a strength check, both of you. Oh, my God. <laughs> strength is not. <laughs> no, I rolled a 17. I rolled, so. I rolled a 19. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Boys. 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 By the strength of Uncle Lenny. By the strength of Uncle Lenny's corn dogs, I will open this door. <laughs> And you do so. The door slides Ugh. open. It is, it is hard. There is, it feels like active resistance. But once you open it up a certain amount, it clicks open. And behind it, directly behind it, is another door. Oh, my God. Hey, I got the first one. You can get the second. This one, <laughs> mm-hmm. since it's clearly obvious, it, is, uh, it was directly behind. It's another door. But this one has, it looks like glass. And directly behind the glass, you can see a very complex series of gears and mechanisms. Oh, wow. I'm going to need some uh, people to look at this with me. Hey. Everybody. We got the door open. Where's the nearest town to here? Missport. Oh, okay. And it was a couple hours? Three hours. Okay. Yeah, but it's only three hours outside of Missport. Um, so while we're thinking about what else to do next, I'm going to roll a history check. Okay. Which I fail. Okay. <laughs> well, I got an 11. No. No. Yeah. You, you can't think fail. of anything historically significant about this location or mm-hmm. what's going on. All right. So, are we in like in a smaller room and then there's a that glass door in that smaller room? So, I'm going to drag the dude over to the hole and What's basically going on is there's a very large pit, like say 20 feet deep. It's wide enough to where you can crawl yourself out of the, of the pits. So, at the very bottom, there's this wall. Yeah, it's very wall-like, you know, it goes up <laughs> and down. Has wall-like tendencies? Yeah. yeah. And uh, it is slightly curved, though. So there's a shiny wall yeah. that we just opened up. Yep. And behind it, it is... Immediately behind that is... Immediately. A, is a okay, you I just, know if there was like you a... Un, like, directly behind, like, two walls back-to-back. Like, okay. two doors back-to-back, and that's what that's what you're looking at right now. All right. Ever seen anything like this? I have never... This, this doesn't feel cultish. This doesn't feel like anything I've ever... I mean... And I've been a B cop for a while. I don't. I've never seen. And I've seen some weird shit. Yeah. Why would you? Why would you have a door up behind a door? Smart. Smart. I'm gonna hop down and take a look at these doors and Mm -hmm. see, with my familiarity of locking mechanisms Mm -hmm. and things of that nature. I'll I'll even pull out my tools, Mm -hmm. see if there's any way to activate this door. When you start taking a look at the the gears and mechanisms behind the door. Mm The mechanisms aren't very deep. They're only a, a few inches mm-hmm. deep that you can see. It does not take you very long to realize that the entire purpose behind these mechanisms is specifically to unlock this door. It's a giant, complicated Okay. Uh, there are several points of entry 
into mm -hmm. the door mm -hmm. that you could uh, manipulate some of the gears within mm -hmm. using various uh, lock picks that you already have on your disposal. Mm -hmm. This is clearly and obviously a very complicated lock that you're looking at. Do we want this open? Yes, please. Yeah, I want to know what's inside. Also, that was our mission. I it, think this is our mission, right? Specifically, I want this open absolutely just for our mission. I really want to know what's inside. All right, then. Let me get to work. I'm going to start unlocking and, and fiddling and trying to make the mechanism engage. So right. I'm going to do my Roll best to help you. Let's check and add your lockpick. I'm going to be sweet-talking the door as she's doing this, as if it were a living creature. Okay. What is lockpick under? Is that... It's a tool. It lets you add your proficiency bonus to a dex check involving locks. Just okay. 16. Okay. It, uh, it takes a little while to figure out exactly which gears move in which way, mm -hmm. uh, but you're able to do it, and everything falls in place. There is a loud click, and the door opens, revealing a third door. Okay. This is interesting. Isn't this a little what, bit overkill? What does the hallway appear to be made of between There's the no doors? Hallway. Oh, it's just door, door, door. Yes. There's no space behind the doors, just just enough space for the next door. My dear Beauregard, do you think that it's not that they're trying to keep or something in, but rather something from coming out or escaping? One of that's terrifying. We simply must find out. Well, they lock. Do they? Is there a lock on each side? You can't see the back of the doors once they're opened. They okay. withdraw into the wall itself. Oh, okay. So the the mechanisms are actually on the door. The mechanism is part of the door. Okay, it's not to the side, though. It's okay. It stands to reason if you got a lot of magic wooji stuff in there, you're probably going to lock it down pretty. Hey. So I think we're on the right track here. We just got one more door thing to get through, right? Any sort of mechanisms or anything? Well, now that you ask, yes. Yeah, excellent. So on one side of the door, there is a glowing gem that's embedded. Okay. On the other side of the door, there is a not glowing gem. And in the middle, there are inlaid in, uh, in a different kind of material than the rest of the wall. It appears to be a metal, but it's black. There it's black are metal. patterns going from one side of the door to the next, but they don't match up with each other. There are many tiles okay. that appear to be, uh, it's fairly uh, obvious that they can be rearranged, the patterns of the tiles and the uh, the lines. Like a puzzle game. Yeah, it's very much like a puzzle game. Uh, to our resident sorcerer, it's obvious that from what you can see, these are distinctly arcane markings. They are out of order and out of shape, and they would need to be placed in a uh, position to where the magic from the glowing gem can reach the non-glowing gem. Can I make an arcana roll to find out what the pattern is? Oh, please do. Well, I can't help with any of this. Snacks, anybody? Oh, mimosa time. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. After battle 20. mimosas. 20. Yes. So there are many patterns to could have uh, linked the two gems together, but only one of them in a way that would be magically coherent. Mm -hmm. And when you organize the patterns in such a way, the magic flows from one side of the door to the next. Well, before I put the last piece on, are we sure we want to do this? Yeah, 100%. Don't even think about it. Go. All right, ladies. Well. Too much hesitation. Go. Personally, I'd like to get this cultist somewhere tucked away before we do, but I don't mm. think that's an option. I don't no. think we have time. No, I'm, I'm invested. Let's go. Yes. Yeah. Caution. Your I'll just drag him with us. All right. For better, for worse. I move the last piece in. 
You put it in, the magic travels from the glowing gem to the not glowing gem, and the doors open, revealing a hallway that descends. And that's our first episode. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back in two weeks to continue our adventure. We're just starting out, and we know that nothing beats word of mouth, so if you enjoyed yourself, maybe rope a friend or two into the adventure. And if you're crazy generous and want to be a ground-level supporter, you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash stutterarcanum. We have some fun rewards up there. Stellar Arcanum was produced by me, Adam Jones, edited by Moretta Pettigrew, music by Sam Lee at Clockwork Doll Studios, and if you want to know more about us or the show, check out our website at StellarArcanum.com. <laughs> <laughs>